G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. What you and I would really like is for the future to be plain and clear. But life's not always like that. Sometimes it feels as though we're walking through life in a thick fog. Things aren't as clear as we'd like them to be. Now all of a sudden, when you need your faith the most, it seems to elude you. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective. If you've ever had that nagging suspicion that things aren't quite right in your life, then you're not alone. It's something we all experience from time to time. We don't think about it, but in a very real sense, for most of us, life follows a pretty familiar, well-worn trail. We're born, we go to school, we become adults, we marry, we have children, they go to school, they grow up, and eventually we die. I know that's a bit of an oversimplification, and I know that a good many people don't quite follow every step of that path. And I know there are many twists and turns and variations on that theme, but for most of us, that pretty much sums it up. And along the way, we go through times of great joy, times of great sadness, and long periods of the mundane same old, same old. Our emotions go up, our emotions go down, our fortunes go up, our fortunes go down, but we're born, we bring children into the world, we die. That's the basic template on which the survival of the human race depends. So you're following along this path through life and at some stage perhaps you encounter Jesus and you decide to walk the rest of your journey with him where he leads according to his plans, according to his purposes for your life. Some people find that notion a bit depressing. I used to, to tell you the truth. But these days, it is singularly the most liberating thing about my life, to be able to live out the plans and purposes for my life that God himself dreamed up before time began. I have to tell you, that is just unreal. But I, like the next person, sometimes get into those patches in life when I wonder, am I in the right place? Am, am I doing what I was made to do? And is all this stuff that's going on around me making sense? I wonder, where are you at right now? In an up? In a down? In, in one of those long periods of the boring mundaneness of life, the same day after day? Are you in a place of contentment, knowing that you're on the right path? Or are you kind of wondering where it's all headed? In the army, I spent 10 years as a military officer. When we were training for war, they taught us about the concept, the idea of what's called the fog of war. It's this idea that when you're fighting a battle, you're enveloped in a kind of fog. Part of that fog is that you don't have all the information you need about your enemy. How strong he is, how many troops and tanks he has, how well trained he is, what his morale's like, what his plans are, what his tactics are. Part of it is that your enemy deliberately tries to feed you misinformation to deceive you. Part of it is that you're tired, exhausted often, afraid your morale might be down. Your troops, their morale is up and down. And then when the bullets start flying and the artillery shells start exploding around you, it's like you're in this fog, a stupor, and making really good, well-informed decisions 
can be very, very difficult. That's what this idea of the fog of war is all about. In a very real sense, we sometimes operate in a bit of a fog too in our lives. Our emotions play havoc with us. People are having a go and, and we don't understand their motives and their intentions and we don't know if we can trust them. And, and God, well, what about him? What exactly are his plans? Am I in the right place? Am I doing the things I'm meant to be doing? Maybe I've taken a wrong turn. And it's in this fog that we can start questioning God's faithfulness. It's in this fog that we start second-guessing God and ourselves. We'd like to think we have it all together. We'd like to think we know where life's headed. But all too often, we either haven't got a clue or we thought we did, but, well, we're not really sure we do anymore. I was having a coffee with a man who works for a large corporation who thought he knew what his life was about. But his health was failing him, and deep down he had a sneaking suspicion that God had a different plan. He just didn't quite know what that plan was. Do you relate to some of that? There seems to be a gap between our present circumstances and what we think the future might be about. Right now we're in the middle of a series called Following Jesus with Confidence, and the reason we're talking about this stuff today is that when we're enveloped in this fog, it's hard to be confident. The thing about this fog is that it limits our field of vision So it's easy, really easy, to take a wrong step. But I believe that God wants you and me to have confidence in him, even when we're in the middle of this fog of war, as I've called it. In fact, especially then. When you think about it, it's when things are unclear that we really need God, because his field of vision is never, ever limited by a single thing. The first thing we need to know when we're wandering through a bit of a fog in life is that God is faithful. He's not angry. He's not disappointed with us. He's not quixotic. He's like a loving father, keen to see his child learn, keen to help his child through the fog. His love in that fog, his faithfulness in that fog, is rock solid. King David had more enemies than most of us. He went through many trials in his life, and so many of the Psalms he wrote, he's pouring his heart out to God in the midst of the fog of war. Listen to this, Psalm 86, verses 1 to 7. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You're my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving and abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of my trouble, I call on you, for you will answer me. And towards the end of that psalm, based on his past experiences, David concludes this, Psalm 86, verses 14 to 17. O God, the insolent rise up against me. A band of ruffians seeks my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. Show me a sign of your favour, so that those who hate me may see it and be put to shame, because you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. I know there are people today who are going through one of these times in their life when it's hard to follow Jesus with any confidence. Are you one of them? And I know there are people today for whom such a time is just around the corner. Maybe you're one of them. Friend, your God is merciful and gracious. 
He's slow to anger. He's abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. That's just who God is. So if you know that you've turned your back on him, turn back to him now. Tell him you're sorry. Ask him to forgive you in Jesus' name. And it's a done deal. You're forgiven. You stand before him as clean and as pure as Jesus himself. Because that's why Jesus died for you. That's why Jesus did what he did for you. To give you a fresh start with a slate wiped clean. And now as you draw close to him, you can take each step with him. Being completely sure that when you need to turn to the left or the right, he's going to let you know. When you need to slow down, he'll let you know. When you need to speed up, he'll let you know. When you need to stop and wait for a while or move a bit more quickly, God will let you know that's the deal. That's the promise. Jesus said, I don't call you servants anymore because the servant doesn't know what the master's doing. But I've called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. John chapter 15, verse 15. My friend, wherever you find yourself on your life's journey right now, the answer, the answer is Jesus. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.